we want to be known as, as a cafe that makes really good food and really good coffee. We don't want to be known as that uh, tokenistic cafe that employs people with disabilities. We're trying to normalise uh, what inclusive employment looks like. When people talk about working in hospitality, it's often thought as a place that welcomes everybody, people with all kinds of skills, backgrounds, experiences and, uh, and qualities. But is that always the case for people with a disability? What are some of the challenges, the opportunities uh, for people who are working with a disability but, um, yeah, have a passion for hospitality? Our guests today are Bianca Stern and Lloyd Clark. Bianca um, runs All Things Equal Cafe. It's a social enterprise cafe in Balaclava in Melbourne and it provides purposeful award wage employment in the hospitality industry for people with a disability. It's, um, yeah, just a, a wonderful concept and a great place. Bianca, we'll start with you. Welcome to Dirty Linen. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to have you on the show and, um, yeah, All Things Equals in my neighbourhood. I think it's such a great venue. Tell us a little bit about it. Sure. So we were established um, beginning of 2021. We... Um, have currently over 50 individuals with disabilities on our wait list who are dying to gain paid employment through us. Um, we started off as just our balaclava cafe and as you said we provide purposeful paid employment training and work readiness for, for young adults with disability. Um, we to date have employed 25 young adults which is awesome. Um, we also run another cafe in Windsor in an aged care facility and we also uh, work with local footy clubs to run their footy their their, their canteens over the season and a cooking school and a whole bunch of different things. But but really the, the biggest thing is that most of our staff with disability have never actually um, had the opportunity to have paid employment before. So for us, that is exactly what we're here to do. And our staff absolutely thrive in the environment uh, to the point where we want this this place to be a stepping stone for them to find even more mainstream employment because they've gained all their their skills and their uh, the expertise through us first. Yeah, well, I know that, you know, there are so many challenges for people with a disability to find, I guess, well-paid, meaningful work. Um, and, you know, some of the stats that you guys have shared with me show that um, people living with a disability are twice as likely to be unemployed than someone without a disability and only 54% of Australians living with a disability are involved in the workforce. So there are obviously a lot of barriers to overcome. What are, what are some of the – I mean, how does it actually work? Like what what's kinds of um, challenges do people have that are working there and, and how are they supported? Sure. So we believe that people learn best by – by working on the job. So, I mean, I know that when I went to university and I studied for four years to be a teacher, really I learned everything in my first day of my teaching career. It's the same sort of thing here. So we want people to just be um, in a really gentle way, sort of be thrown into the deep end um, and with all the support and the love and the guidance that they deserve to have, but to be put into a real world um, where they have real world expectations in a real world environment. So um, that's essentially, yeah, we have, we have people that, that – um, have a range of disabilities, uh, autism, intellectual disabilities, Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, whatever it might be. Um, and we are considered a mainstream workplace. So we actually have, um, it's, it's, we have a balance between people with uh, employees with disabilities and without um, so that it's a, it's a space that is normalised and, and um, those individuals can get a job somewhere else one day. 
they're, they're very much contributing to the community, very much part of, of society, um, engaged um, in, in what they're doing, sort of rather than being in a, in a room and, and doing a job where they're getting paid, you know, $2 an hour or, or whatever it might be that we've seen, um, that we've seen sort of over the last few months. Yeah. So, I mean, how does it work in practice? Are people sort of buddied up with somebody um, who's able-bodied or, or without working without a disability or is it, um, as you say, thrown in the deep end and, and um, yeah, just uh, do do what they can? Yeah, there's definitely a bit of a mentor system. So um, we have a cafe manager, a head chef. Um, we've got we've got other staff as well who very much support the individuals um, when they're first starting out in their job, and then they continue to. But they sort of over time, when that individual is learning to be more independent and developing their skills, our staff sort of. Um, uh, I guess move back a little bit to allow that person to really thrive in the environment, um, which is which is pretty awesome. Um, some people will come with a support worker, so they'll bring their own person yes. to support them in yeah. the job because they might require a little bit of additional support. But really, there's there's um, there's a whole lot of support that goes on behind the scenes as well to make sure that that person is set up for success with us. Yeah, I love it. Well, shall we have a chat to Lloyd? Absolutely. Hi. Hi, Lloyd. Um, how's it going? Good. Fantastic. Can you tell us a bit about yourself? So, um, I'm 21 years old. Okay. So, yeah, you're 21 years old. And um, tell tell me about your disability or what your challenges are. So, um, some of my challenges are, I would say, it's not really sort of Probably um, work. Probably my main challenge is loud, very loud environment. So, for example, um, maybe got a barrier is going to an AFL game where it's very noisy. Yeah. Um. So, um, another one is, and sort of relating to that is another reason I've. Don't really go to the AFL anymore because um because of my medical condition, which is epilepsy. They now have the um flashing lights at the um footy. Yeah, I don't like those either. <laughs> so, so I can't ring. So I can't really go to the AFL anymore. So, um. If I do go to the footy, I go to watch the um, BFL. Okay. And tell me, have you had um, a job before or is All Things Equal your first employment? Um, no, no paid job. And so tell me about working at All Things Equal. How did how did that come about and what is it like for you? So um, at the All Things Equal nursing home cafe in Windsor. Um, the, my manager, she's um, very friendly um, and also helpful. I gave in the resume and um, fortunately, very luckily I got a job. Very luckily I got accepted. Um, there were a... Um, few challenges though at the start I would say and the main you know challenge was um, I reckon 
even though it was to be safe, um, having to do the um, COVID test before because um, the risky because the worst the worst thing that I was thinking about the whole time I did it was getting there and having it show that it was positive and me and then I'd have to just go straight back home and isolate. <laughs> yeah, that's a real, that's, that would really suck. So, um, Lloyd, what kinds of things do you do at All Things Equal? Like, what is your job? So, I work at the back of the house. I, ha- I basically just do whatever is asked of me by my manager. Yeah, kitchen hand. And what do you enjoy about your work, Lloyd? What do I I enjoy that Jen, the uh, manager, doesn't just say isn't it's not the same each week. So she think makes it different. And has it made a big change in your life to have a job? Yes, it has because um, it's nice to sort of have something to look forward to apart from TAFE because um, going there, it's going there, well, going there five days a week is fun. One day off is actually nice because um, I get paid and also it relates to the uh, what I'm doing this year, which is getting work, work ready, so... I feel like this is an excellent um, opportunity and I'm really looking forward to continuing there and hope, yes, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. That's so good. So what do you think might, what, do you, what is your hope for the future? What, what do you hope will, will come out of all this? I hope that... At the moment, my shift is from 12 till 2 on a Wednesday. My hope is that it, um, it goes for two hours more. And I say that because when I first got accepted, that's what the, I was told. Great. And what about in the future? Do you hope that you're, you're job ready and you can work in other places? Yeah, I hope that I am job ready and I can work in other places. So I was thinking maybe maybe because I'm already working at the um, Windsor site, maybe like Coles Elstonwick. And I say that because it's really close. I also want to be a chef, so I think uh, maybe the plan would be to do, to learn how to be a chef and maybe like do um, a, and maybe to do like a thing where I go to Coles two days or three and then I do like a bit like when how I do it, how TAFE goes at the moment where I go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. So what I'm imagining is Wednesday I do the um, go to the nursing cafe with at Windsor and then um, 
I extend that. Yeah, and then to make good balance with that, I um, yeah, good balance. So I'd add coals and cafe so that I've got some work every day. Lloyd, is there something that you love cooking or eating? Something that that um, you know really shows your passion about food? Well, um, I do know I love a few things, and I. I like like uh, TikTok tomato and feta pasta, but I suppose that um, a thing that I think would be really nice that they could include at the menu at either the like the when the nursing cafe or here at is um, zucchini fritters because not only do I really like them, but the all of their meals are vegetarian and I think it's a great vegetarian meal. People would really enjoy it. And what else? Also, I think um, kale fritters because kale is really good for you. And maybe some kale and quinoa, um, a kale and quinoa salad because was really healthy. Yum. Well, I would definitely eat all of those. That's Yeah, that all sounds so good and, as you say, so healthy. Um, Lloyd, we'll let you get off to TAFE, but um, is there anything else that you want to tell us about your about your work or about your life? So on Monday afternoon, evening, I take part in the All Things Equal Cooking Store at Bangalore and this term we're making Italian and I have a we we managed to have a sweet and savory so my favorite savor I have two savory things that I like I like eggplant parmigiana and the garlic bread and I also like the um chocolate tiramisu yeah awesome (laughs) they all sound so good as well yeah thanks so much for chatting to us today Lloyd it's really awesome to get to know you a bit and I'll see you at the cafe yes see ya hey Bianca hello my goodness I mean um so great to chat to Lloyd what a star and absolute star yes what kind of what difference do you see this employment making in the lives of people like Lloyd honestly it provides so much more than just a paid job. There's a sense of purpose. Someone can go home to their family um, and when, when their family are talking about their their job and what they did that day, our staff get to take part of that as well. It, it provides them with greater with um, overall greater independence, self-confidence, ability to contribute to community, uh, for people to know that they are incredibly capable. It's a resume builder. There, there is so much more than just the sort of the, the paid employment that sort of people assume. And what are some of the pathways? I mean, have you had people that you've worked with there or at the other venues that have gone on to employment in other places? We have. So we have supported one of our staff members to get a job at uh, a local school's canteen and he works there full time. We've also supported uh, one of our staff to get a job in, a, in um, a, a local footy club as the grounds manager during their footy season. And we've also supported someone else to get a job in within aged care. That's so awesome. I mean, 
hospitality is in this ongoing staffing crisis. Do you think that um, looking to people who do have a disability but, you know, can be trained could be part of the solution? 100%. I think that is what we are, we are trying to prove and, you know, we're really trying to spark dialogue around this because our staff are incredibly capable, they're willing, they're committed to working and they do a really good job at it. Um, in, in most cases, because uh, adults with disabilities don't often get these, these opportunities, when they are put into paid employment opportunities, they actually are harder workers than some, than some of their, their uh, able-bodied staff, their colleagues. Sorry. So uh, 100% when they can develop their skills in a place like, like All Things Equal or even a more mainstream place where they can really be mentored and put in a position to thrive, um, they just need their first foot in the door, their first step towards, towards uh, work, work readiness and, and, and being within a proper real-world environment. And once that's happened, I, I genuinely do believe that, that they – can be the uh, the answer to this crisis that every cafe right now is seeing, and I think it's it's pretty interesting because um, on on uh, Carla Street where we're, where our main hub is uh, in Balaclava, every single cafe is now hiring, and whereas we've got fifty people on our wait list who are dying to get a job. Yeah, that is quite extraordinary. So, I mean, what what are the what are the barriers or the difficulties like that 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 stop mainstream? employers taking on some of these people is it is it the attitude is it practicalities I mean I guess it's it's never going to be one size fits all as it never is with people you know generally I mean what are some of the the blocks to employing more people um, like Lloyd Mm, I think I think what you uh, what you mentioned are definitely factors. I think perhaps the biggest one is just maybe a lack of education or a lack of knowledge around what inclusive employment looks like and what it can look like, and the fact that that people with disabilities are genuinely capable to 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 be in the workplace and to do an incredible job um, as per their their neurotypical colleagues. But yes, perhaps it's it's. Uh, uh, they don't have the right people to, to support or guide um, those individuals. Maybe there's an attitude factor to it. But I, but honestly, guaranteed, if, if, if every single cafe that's currently um, looking for staff employed one person with disability, A, the, our community would be a much better place, but B, uh, the, the morale, the staff morale, the customer morale, everything else would be boosted. Um, at least that's what we've, what we've experienced in our space. What's the feeling like there? It is. We we like to say that we want people to enter our our cafes with a smile and leave with an even bigger one. We want it to be like a big warm hug when you walk in. Um, we're a bright. Our Balaclava Cafe is a bright yellow cafe, so uh, I think naturally you walk in and there's a bit of uh, happiness before you've even before you've even entered. <laughs> I love it. And Bianca, what's brought you to this work? Um, I've got a, a deep passion for um, for the disability and, and the non-profits and social impact space in general. But a lot of our staff with disabilities are actually um, friends of mine. And, you know, when I was younger, I had every opportunity under the sun to gain paid employment. And all of a sudden, a lot of my friends with disabilities haven't had that opportunity. And I know that there was something that I had to do about that. So I got involved. Um, of course, there's an incredible team that I, that I work with who are helping to, to start this up. And we are very grass roots so there is so much potential for what we can be doing and I think that's what sort of keeps me around is that um, I'm incredibly excited about what we can be doing and for every other um, as you mentioned that statistic that there are you know over 54 percent of people with disabilities who aren't in paid employment um, that statistic uh, upsets me so much that I can't not do something about that. Wow 
Um, it's so inspiring and, yeah, so great to connect with you and with Lloyd. Is there anything else that you'd like the listeners to know? Um, I think, yeah, c- come into to our cafes. Come come check them out. Come see what we do in action. We want to be known as, as a cafe that makes really good food and really good coffee. We don't want to be known as that uh, tokenistic cafe that employs people with disabilities. We're trying to normalise uh, what inclusive employment looks like. So come check out our place because we make good food and good coffee. And if you happen to leave with a bit more of a smile or a bit more patience than when you walked in, that's, a, of course, a, a huge bonus for us as well. I love it. Um, Bianca, thank you so much for sharing with us today. I'll see you down at All Things Equal. Thank you so much. This is Dirty Linen and I'm Danny Vallant. We air the issues that the hospitality industry finds hard to talk about, hearing from different people with unique perspectives. We want to hear from you as well. If you have something that needs to be said about a topic get in touch so we can include your perspective. Contact us at dirtylinen at deepintheweeds.com.au or hit us up on Insta at Dirty Linen Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you.